Welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. This is a top spiritual awakening and new thought ancient wisdom podcast to teach you how to become your highest self, unleash your spiritual superpowers, discover your soul's purpose, and manifest your dreams. Hi, I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity, and I'm committed to bringing you the best manifesting and coaching tips, spiritual advice, trauma healing, and metaphysical recovery secrets. I'm here to help you reprogram your subconscious mind, monetize your spiritual gifts, and love your life. I want you to know that I've been exactly where you are, and I believe in you. Together, we're awakening the world. Hello, future spiritual leader. I just want to start by saying that I see you. I know you. And if you're here in consciousness, listening in to this podcast, I want you to know that I absolutely know that this is a divine destiny for you today. So today I want to talk to you about the number one thing killing your superpowers. Okay, how your consciousness is creating your suffering, disempowerment, and your human vicious cycles. That's right. I'm going to break on down how to tap into your divine powers within and what's actually really stopping you from your supernatural abilities and creating abundance and vitality and love. So let's do this thing. So I'm having a lot of people write in, of course, or in class and all around on social media, people talking about how do I turn on my spiritual gifts? How do I turn on my spiritual superpowers, my supernatural powers? How do I make millions of dollars bringing my gifts to the world? So not to unacknowledge those desires, okay? I really get that you have a deep desire to fully live in your divine presence. But I'm here to say that what you are seeking is actually what's taking away the exact thing. If you're seeking to turn on your superpowers is exactly what's holding you back. So to get vulnerable here, about a year and a half ago, I hit a low. It had been decades of doing deep, deep, profound spiritual work. And as they say, when your cup is full and it runs over, right, you will be able to really serve the world. So here I was after many, many years of, of seeking my spiritual awakening. And I had to learn the dance in that spiritual awakening of being able to go into the processes, into meditation, into prayer, and knowing that the only way I was going to be able to really tap in and got to the next level within those processes was to not desire anything from the actual meditation. So when I went down and I'd sit down for meditation, I couldn't think, well, I'm going to meditate in order to, you know, manifest something. Because when I did that, I realized it was actually worse. It would make the whole process not work. The only way I was able to really tap in and become an oracle and channel was really to renounce needing anything and really becoming the miracle of listening and being able to be with the beloved divine within and doing that deep, deep soul clearing work so I could tap into zero field and be, begin to get those beautiful, the beautiful wisdom, the infinite intelligence, be able to have downloads from the universe. And in that, I began to become more powerful. I began to turn on more and more of my spiritual superpowers. I began to be powerful. People began to look to me for wisdom. It's the only reason why I was able to create what I was able to create in my business and be able to train people around the world. So what happened is over the years, my spiritual practice began to go down, down, down. I mean, I went from, you know, doing five hours a day, right, to like being lucky enough to get my 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. And what I began to find is that my powers, 
I began to feel less powerful. We know we're always the divine source, but our experience of our divinity is one thing. We're always divine. We're always God's source, but we can experience being divided. We can experience being fully not empowered, okay? So over the course of the year, over the years, a year and a half was my real low. A few things happened in our community and um, a woman that worked for me that was amazing. I, she's in my prayers to this day. Um, we had a little bit of a falling out, just the way that she left the company and, and the whole situation. I take full responsibility, but it was it was heartbreaking for me and I'm sure it was for her as well. And it disrupted some things in our community. And then there was another breakdown with another client. And as you'll hear me say, breaking down the humanness and the leadership that there is about one out of a hundred clients will be really a problem. 80% of your clients will be probably amazing. 20% will be somewhat antisocial and, and find problems that you'll have to deal with. And 1% will be one to 2% will be a sociopath level of consciousness. And this is just stats. Okay. So a year and a half ago, I had a breakdown in my company and the community, and it really took a toll on me. And and I really had to take a step back. And it was, um, it really had me realize that I had to take full responsibility and, and I had to look at my life and realize that one thing that I had been doing was I hadn't been revering God's source within and divine source within as my number one priority. I began to hand my power over to the external world through, you know, just the status that starts to happen when you have more and more success. And I realized that I had done it that that breakdown was my higher self demanding me to come back home and so as you guys probably know over watching my journey i i chose to become a nomad for the last year to to pattern interrupt and to really get myself uncomfortable if you will but i needed to take that time to do a lot of my inner work and stuff and i would just say that today's podcast is really the biggest teachings out of out of that beautiful chapter so the truth is the power within the divine power within i just posted on social media on instagram a picture of this woman that is the fastest runner in the world and there's a scene where she wins a race and you can't help it but have chills going down and it says me the moment that i tapped into my god source within the power within right and the point is is that there is a power a great power within it's faster than the speed of light. It's literally consciousness. It's it's God's source. It is that which creates all. But the secret to turning on your God force, your supernatural powers, having all the money, da, 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 all that stuff, the secret to turning on your God force within is discipline to source only. What does that mean? That means we can't hand our power over to the external world. This is a trick, okay? This is a very counterintuitive thing because I work with people that are trying to develop their soul-based companies, right? They're discovering their soul's purpose through doing the deep, deep work of the trauma work and quantum healing and quantum manifesting. And they are motivated to bring truth and love and light and, and all the all the principles to the world. But for most of them and for myself, the biggest thing that's holding us back is that we begin to get too much into the external world and we take away our own powers. Okay. This is a deal. You can't be motivated by anything of the external world, not status, not awards, not any amount of money. Okay. If your reverence is to those things of the external world, 
the dynamics of universal law will actually take away your supernatural and successful powers. Okay, it's a really crazy thing, but this is how the world works. This is the dynamics of how universal law works, okay? As the saying is, thy will be done. If we truly want to have power, if we truly want to have the world, we have to have thy will be done and we have to renounce the whole world as we know it. That doesn't mean that we don't do our dharma. That doesn't mean that we don't help bring value to the world, but I'll get there, okay? We have to first surrender. The first step is surrender, okay? The first step is surrender, and that means thy will be done, okay? So surrender. And this can be a very, usually doesn't happen easily, okay? It usually is some, some hard lesson like what happened, and it's a re-surrendering over and over again, okay? So I just want to emphasize here that as a teacher, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I'm that anyone that says they're perfect on this planet, they may be enlightened master, maybe up in the Himalayas and the caves. But in the Western world, I would guarantee there is not a master walking over here, meaning they are students as well. They're teaching principle, they're teaching truth, but they're also still in the mastery of that. Okay. So the master, in order to really be the highest leader the master and, and we're in a mastery okay the master must renounce needing to get anything from this world you must not look to the world for your source okay the only the master must seek god's source within the divine source within the intelligence within whatever you want to call it okay if you want to master you have to revere and only seek the source within Okay, your supernatural powers will ignite as you do that. Okay, so here is the biggest trick of all. This is the trick of the trick of the trick. Okay, what happens is you begin to seek something within, say, you're not having success in this world. In fact, you're quite sad. You've had a lot of trauma, you feel hopeless. And you may even feel suicidal. Okay, please, if you're having suicidal thoughts, please seek help, mental support, a group, all that good stuff. Okay, but let's just pretend that you are thinking, I don't want to live. Okay, maybe you're not actually suicidal, but maybe you're like, I don't want to live. Okay, I've been there. And you're like, I just, I give up. And in that giving up, you actually surrender. This is what we've heard at Cartoli and so many masters that are masters that didn't want to live and they surrendered at such a profound level that they handed their power over to source. They handed that power over within. And what happens is then all of a sudden you start having these profound abilities. All of a sudden your light starts shining. You have a radiance. You can't help it. You have wisdom that's been downloaded from God's source within. And all of a sudden you have more and more powers. And all of a sudden money starts coming to you. Ability to be fully expressed. Beautiful, amazing relationships prosperity, abundance, the the opulence of life, the luxuries of life, all those things, right? So then what happens is all these supernatural powers come, all these successes, all these abilities. But guess what? You're tested again. If you attach the ego to those supernatural abilities, if you attach to that money, that status, those awards, that big house, that whatever car, right? Whatever it is, you will begin to lose your powers again. Holy cow, this was a game changer for me. That was like, oh my gosh, I've done it again. The amnesia sets in again. 
As I say, the only dis-ease is amnesia. So the amnesia of remembering the principles that we teach, the most humbling thing as a teacher is when you're teaching it and you forget it yourself and you're like, damn. And that's why I teach it is because I want to remember it every single day. So will your ego attach to the supernatural powers, right? Will your ego attach to your status? Will your ego attach to the money and the power and having clients and, and all that stuff, right? If it does, then your powers will diminish again. So when your only source is within and you only seek source within and you're literally serving your higher self, right? You're serving your, your God self. You're serving that part. You're saying, use me for the highest good. You know, use me as the vessel. Use me as the channel. Use me as the oracle. Seek God within and, and receive the kingdom, right? You will begin to have the queendom, the kingdom, that all the heaven on earth. You will be placed back into the Garden of Eden. And all things will be added. You will have the abundance. You will have the vitality. You will have the love. You will have the opulence. You will have all that as long as you're not attaching to that. You can play in that without clinging to it, without, without identifying with it. You can play this great game called life with all the luxuries. But you have to, it's a mental universe. It's a mental game we're in here, okay? What's possible when you fully surrender and turn your life over to God's source within. What's possible, right? As I look at that post on Instagram of the fastest, the woman, the fastest runner, what's possible? Like she sets new records for the world. She puts the potential forward. And yes, she has awards and status and, and everyone wants her at whatever. And she has all the luxuries. Okay. I'm sure she will be tested too. If she hands it over and gets too, you know, too attached to the external world. She'll be tested just like many of the greats, the greatest rock stars and the greatest celebrities. They come because they have this passion for their art. And then if they get too attached to it, you'll see them become addicted to drugs and have mental issues and all kinds of things. Because if they don't come back to God's source and revere only that within, then they usually crumble. These are the rules of the universe. You can do whatever you want, okay? I'm just I'm just bringing the goods to you, okay? You are God's source and you're human. And we have to actually dance in both realms, okay? We were here to really fully be humbled by having to have that dance. If there wasn't a dance, we can just go up and and you know, go in the caves of the Himalayas and reach enlightenment and stay there. But we're here in this earthly realm to be able to be advanced and the ability to master that with the shiny objects out here, okay? That the pitfall that most of us have is that we hand our power over to the success. And that's the sin. We call it the sin. We hand our power external to the self and that's the sin. And that's actually the cause and effect. We're actually only, there is no such thing as sin. There's not some man in the sky saying, you're wrong, you're judged. We are our own cause and effect of where we hand our power over to is what we we put our own limitations on, okay? And so most people that go into meditation go do it because they want more power, they want more abilities, they want to manifest more things. And those are the outpiction that happens. We know it's proven that if you do 20 minutes of meditation in the morning and evening, your mental capacity is better, your neurological system, you become more able, period. So it's all a beautiful mirror for us to know 
that we get to merge into the nirvana and bliss of the divine God within, and that we're always humbled as bringing the service here in the world, but also remembering that it's none of ours to take, that we get to just play in this thing. So there are guards at the temple of heaven. And this is like crazy. The guards of the temple of heaven is universal law. Literally, if you want to go to the inner temple and go to that, that heaven on earth, right? You will have increased power by going there. But to stay there, you can't hand your, your power over to the external status of those powers. You can't hand it over to the external world of, of what's given to you by God's source within. So that's, that's the real paradox because life is a paradox and enlightenment and spiritual powers and, and monetary gains all have a paradox. Every blessing has a curse and every curse has a blessing. And as they say that we turn on our powers, it's called the cities and it's part of the, the powers that we have. And I'm going to actually do probably the next podcast I'll do is on all the, I think, 22 supernatural powers that you can turn on. But what we want to do is we want to turn them on, but we don't want to become egoic about them. We don't want to use them for harm. We want to turn them on and use them for harmony in this world. Okay. So I invite you, I invite you to have a spiritual practice. I invite you to come into our community or do whatever it is for you to turn on your supernatural abilities. What I found with people is in order to come to the beloved divine and meditation and prayer, that the way to get there powerfully is to clear out the soul, clear out the subconscious of all trauma and all limited beliefs. And when we do that work, we get out of the way. That's really our only work. So that when we come into our spiritual practice every day, that we're able to have downloads and be able to be in that divine temple with our highest self, God source within. And we're able to turn on our natural abilities. They're not supernatural. They're actually our natural abilities, okay? You have to know that you and God are one, that you and the one source are one. There's no separate entity. There's no separateness. You can have the experience of being separate. You can have the experience of being disempowered, but the truth is you're all powerful. If you hand your power over to, you know, drugs and alcohol, right? You'll take your own powers away. If you hand your power over to money, you'll actually take your power away. Okay. This is the, the mechanics and, and the gates of entry of, of all divine or your divinity. Enlightenment is now, it's not someday. Most people will touch on enlightenment and stay in the middle world for lifetimes. They begin to have their spiritual awakening and then they want all the power of this earthly world and they actually live in the torture, the torture of, of touching on the divine but not fully surrendering to the divine. They say that our true tithing, if you will, tithing is not about giving, it's about giving to your spiritual practice. And that would be a tenth of your time, which means two and a half hours a day would be the amount of time to, to really fully engage so that the spiritual world becomes more real than the earthly world, right? So in this, I'm just knowing, releasing all attachment to this external world, releasing all expectations of this world, no longer looking to the world for anything, but rather becoming that becoming so steeped in the truth of who you are in the God source within that you are untouchable. I recognize right here and right now that the cycle of, of the humanhood can be very, very torturous. We live in this divine, beautiful, incredible, blissful world and also 
this torturous world of suffering. That if we truly want to have this world, we have to give up the world to have it, right? It's the non-clinging to the external world. And this is what all the great teachings teach. All the great teachings teach the paradox of life. The Tao, the, the Bible, Buddha, every all the great teachings taught the paradox and how in the paradox there's liberation through realizing that you're not the polarity, that you've got go beyond the judgment and the good and bad, but coming into the full surrender, into the unity and the oneness within, into the God source within, into the divine presence within. And so oftentimes people will try and seek their spirituality and that's one of the biggest traps. They go to India and think, well, if I just do that, then I'll be spiritual. Yeah, renounce all my clothes and wear white, then I'll be spiritual. All of that is status again. So where in your spiritual practice are you actually trying to get accolades for your quote, quote, spirituality? I'm spiritual and they're not spiritual, right? It is a full surrender of being humbled to know that there's only one place for God, for divine, for source, and it's within. You have to take care of your humanhood as well. You have this earth temple that you still got to get up and go to work and pay your bills and do the things. And that's why we call it a dharma. Sometimes you just have to do the wax on wax off to be able to take care of yourself. And sometimes you get the privilege to be able to serve others in the work. And so I'm just so grateful. And so I just know the paradox of, of spiritual awakening. And I just say, may you know that all the pain and suffering is actually grace. It is divine saying, come home come home, come home. Every emotion that comes through that feels so uncomfortable is your higher self saying, come home, come home, come home. And in this, I know that you are beyond time, you're beyond space, you're beyond all of that. You are the infinite of the infinite. You are the divinehood. You are the God source. May we know this and be so grateful that we're not burned at the stake in this lifetime, that, that we live in, in such an incredible time in history where we get to speak truth. We have died for this over and over again. And I just say, thank you, thank you, thank you for knowing the truth. May I not have amnesia. May I come back into my divinehood and serve and revere the beloved divine, my higher self within every single day until I'm steeped so much in truth and that that truth is more real than anything of the external world. May I be humbled every single time that I'm not in truth. May I listen to my emotions and come back to home, come back to home, come back to home. And in this, I say yes, I say yes, I say yes, because the universe only says yes. It is done as together we say, and so it is. Thank you for tuning in to The Dr. Aaron Show. If you're ready to transform your life, discover your soul's purpose, and manifest your dreams, go to draaron.tv. Join me in my life-changing events, membership, or certification. If you're ready to become a certified coach and get trained in metaphysics of mind, manifestation, and the creative process, subconscious reprogramming, trauma recovery healing, spiritual psychology, universal law, and much more, go to draaron.tv. If you're receiving value from the show, I would love it if you would share it with a friend and give it a five-star review. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth.